Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Hey everyone, and welcome to Elijah Streams. Today's Friday, January 26th, 2024. I'm your host, Kelsey O'Malley, filling in for Steve Schultz. We are pre-recording today's episode and wrapping up this week with Amanda Grace. She is going to be sharing some urgent prophetic insights with us. Uh, It's going to be a very powerful episode as it always is with Amanda. But before I bring her on, sometimes we may not realize how life-changing clean water can be for those in Uganda. Each person has their own struggles and dreams. Each has their own story and you're helping write that story. Access to clean, drinkable water provides a better tomorrow. Thank you for partnering with Elijah Streams in bringing hope to so many who need it most. Over 7 million people in Uganda lack access to safe, clean water. But you are changing that statistic by providing access to clean water. But there is still a need. There are still many who don't have access to clean water. Would you continue to help bring clean water to the beautiful people of Uganda? Donate today online at ElijahStreams.com. Thank you so, so very much for your generosity um, and your giving and your prayers and your love for these precious people um, through the gift of clean water. Um, We are just so thankful for every single dollar that comes in. Uh, just seeing the beautiful smiles on their faces and hearing the stories and the impact that you are making in their lives is incredible. And I'm sure if we could document every single uh, story and testimony of how this is changing lives, it would bring you to tears because it's just so beautiful. So again, thank you so, so very much. All right, I'm going to bring on my guest today. She is the founder of Ark of Grace ministries. She's a prophet and she's also a mommy to a ton of adopted animals. Please help me welcome my guest today, Amanda Grace. Welcome, Amanda. Welcome back, really, I should say, because you're a veteran on the show. And um, what's it like being a mommy to so many different types of animals? You know, it's when I was a little girl, when I was six years old, I asked the Lord for a farm. And the Lord doesn't forget what we pray for when we're children. And if he could work it into his will for our life, he does. So he did give me something like that, except to choose for his glory and to rescue, you know, unwanted and abandoned, you know, animals and animals in need. And the Lord never ceases to amaze me with what he sends. I have to be careful, actually, what I say I want. Because it shows up. I'm not even kidding you. We're trying to get a tortoise up from South Carolina right now that is being surrendered to us, an African tortoise that I had said a year and a half ago, gee, wouldn't it be nice to have a tortoise here? And we get an email. So now our staff is putting in orders for elephants and giraffes and all sorts. And Chris is going to be, when you heard about the tortoise, he goes, this is turning into a zoo. And I said, no, it's an ark. <laughs> yes, that's awesome. No, it's not a zoo. It's an ark. And God it's is an sending ark. the animals. So you have yep. to accept it, honey. <laughs> I said to Chris, where have you been for the past five years? Yeah, really? <laughs> Hello? Sending all these. How are the animals doing when it's like, because it's cold near you, right? It does right? get very cold in New York. Today, does we the tortoise do okay home. in that? 
They are because we, the way we do their little barns, Mm -hmm. they have radiant heaters in their barns. They have these radiant heat boards and they have these plastic dry cleaning strips, I I call it, that they can go in and out of that keeps the heat in Mm -hmm. during the day. So it's much warmer in their barn than it is outside. And we have that in every barn. We have electric in there too. They're living the life, let me tell you. (laughs) I believe it. Our staff goes the extra mile, extra straw, extra hay, you know, um, making sure the heat is on the highest settings to make sure these animals stay warm. We have coats for them. If necessary, we coat them. All the horses below 25 degrees are Mm -hmm. coated because horses like it cold. Their ideal temperature is 45 degrees Fahrenheit. So they like it cold to begin with, but we coat them Mm. when necessary. So we take all these extra steps, insulate the barns things of that nature to make sure they're okay in the cold weather. Wow. Well, that takes not only a village, but I think that takes a lot of, that takes a lot, Amanda, for you. It, it, uh, it, 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 you know, God's grace is an amazing thing of what you could carry when his grace is involved, you know, because people ask me that they go, man, I don't know how you do it between, you know, the animals ministry and Chris. And I'm like, it's the Lord. The Lord gave this. So the Lord has given me the grace to endure it. And we have an amazing team in our, our sanctuary staff. Um, many of them have medical experience with animals, like surgeries, you know, used to oh, help wow. get surgeries with animals uh, and have their wildlife mm-hmm. rehabilitator licenses. So they are very well trained. Wow. For these animals. So and God, God sent the, you those people to help. He did send us those people wow. to help and they love these animals mm-hmm. like their own. And so it allows me to travel and do what I have to do because they stay at the house. Yeah. They make sure the animals are all okay. You know, so that that's a blessing. I think we have a couple pictures of Mm -hmm. some of the animals. Oh, she, this is one of our newest. This is Reese's. Please pray for Reese's. She is fighting stage two cancer. This is why we took her in. She was at another rescue. The other Mm -hmm. rescue couldn't afford to really care for her the way she needs to be cared for. So mm-hmm. we took Reese's in. We have Dr. Artis involved now to help us with uh, treatment for Reese's because he's an out-of-the-box thinker when yeah. it comes to medicine to begin with. And so um, we we got him involved. And so we have her on a protocol and we're praying because Good. I think the Lord sent Reese's to us for the, for this animal, for her to have a prolonged life. Yes. 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 I can, I, that's how the Lord works. I mean, he knows where animals belong. And it's amazing because there's certain people who it's like, they'll tell you their testimony is the animals keep coming to me. It's not like I'm going to them. They keep coming to me. I'm like, yeah, that's the Lord. <laughs> the Lord is sending you animals because that's you're kind, kind of and nurturing and caring. Oh yes. That's kind of what happens with us. Oh, he's one of our newest. He's been here, um, you know, like a couple days or so. That's it. This is Mordecai. Who is a Quaker parrot and a year old family had this parrot, had a had a baby, third child, they can't keep the parrot. Mm. So this is yeah, that's why when you have children, you have parrots, you have to take that in consideration and kind of just, you know, learn how to merge the two. But only a year old, so very teachable. Quaker mm-hmm. parrots are excellent talkers. So you have to like watch out what you say in front of them because your parrot could call you a butthead for the rest of your life. <laughs> 
you say the wrong things. So public service announcement to parrot owners out there or those who want parrots, you have to watch what you say around them. Uh, this is Norbert. We've had Norbert a couple months now. He is a 30-year-old Amazon parrot. He so pretty. came from Noah's Ark Rescue in Pennsylvania. They actually put out a plea online because parrots, especially older ones, are very difficult to find homes for. He had gone through two homes. He was now with a foster. They needed a permanent place mm. to place him. So this was sent to me. We got in touch with the rescue. They are thrilled we have him. He is starting to open mm. up. Norbert is a little bit, you know, he's older. He's a senior mm -hmm. parrot at 30 years mm -hmm. old. So he's beginning now to just start to open up. Uh, and him and Mordecai have been having conversations because <laughs> they're in the same room. So they've been having conversations. That's so the wisdom from Norbert. He's going to squawk it over. <laughs> to Mordecai. He's squawking it over and he's showing him the ropes. And Mordecai, I probably it, we're going to be able to teach him quite a bit because he's young. The younger the parrot, sometimes the easier it is to teach them. Wow. So, yeah. So you're, mm -hmm. you're careful what you say around him, right, Amanda? <laughs> Be very careful, yes. What you say. We'll have to give us him. updates on what words that he learns, and that'll yeah. be cute, like a little video clip of. That's what we're going to do. Once he gets comfortable, I'm, and we're going to start teaching him how to step up and do all these things, I could actually bring him on. I can bring him in the office and have him. Oh, that's yeah. so awesome. Uh -huh. All your little babies. All the We love to see them. I mean, they're so precious. They are they so, are. so precious. Um, okay, tell us a little bit, because we're going to get into your notes, because I know you have uh, stuff that you're going to share with us. And uh -huh. what, the first one's urgent, so we're definitely going to we're going to get into that, but you just were, if people follow you on social media, they'll see that you were just with Manny and Nathan French. And tell us a little bit about that, your, your meeting. Well, I, it, it was at Timothy Dixon's place and, and there were other, there were other speakers there as well, but, but, but by the time I got there, some of them had left. And okay. so Manny was there. Manny had arrived the same day, I think. And Nathan, the Lord then tells Nathan French to come. So Manny says to me, I've got Nathan. Can we come over to the rental house? I've got Nathan. I've got Nathan. Okay. Now, um, somebody forgot to tell me that Nathan is the Jolly Green Giant. <laughs> somebody failed to tell, me, to tell me this. So Nathan walks in like the brawny man. You know what I mean? Like he walks the in. brawny man. Because he's wearing this like flannel shirt. And so he comes in and hug him hello. And he looks at Chris. Nathan immediately starts prophesying. Oh, Chris, are you musical? Because I see musical notes coming out of you in the realm of the spirit. And he really doesn't wow. know anything about Chris, Nathan. Wow. Wow. And so we we actually did a, a quick live together on Facebook, which was hilarious. <laughs> I got to go back and see that. I missed we that. We did that. And then that night we all went together to the event because I had spoken Saturday night. So mm -hmm. it was Manny's turn to speak. And if and any of you have not seen Manny speak, it's an experience because Manny's like lanky, you know, he's thin and he's lanky and he puts uh, his arms out and he walks around. And he's got the wingspan of a condor and he's walking around on stage <laughs> with a headset. And love so um, me and Nathan then went into the crowd and so did Nan and Manny when he because it was like a healing service, too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and so it was kind of like Prophets Unleashed. In the, and, in the sea of people. 
see a people just going down. Wow. Just touching fun. them and they and and going down and people were getting healed and delivered. Praise the Lord. And so praise the Lord. It, it was amazing to work together. Yes. Um, and so it was an experience. And and then Nathan starts, you know, at the when we were back at the rental house, he starts, he starts just prophesying. <laughs> just starts prophesying, you know. Oh, and then hey, Chris, the Lord told me to give you my watch. Here you go. <laughs> Takes off this oh watch. Just diesel watch, hands it to Chris. Wow. And so it was, it was, it was fascinating to watch how he flows. And then he heard me flow um Sunday night after Manny was was speaking and we went into the crowd. Nathan prophesied, and then Manny hands me the mic. So Nathan, you know, it wanted to hear, you know, was curious. And so mm-hmm. and so basically, you know. I, I started off and running in the Lord. Spirit of the Lord hit me, you know? And, and you started so running? I just, I, no, I was just like, my mouth was off. I just oh, started, I, thought, I was I thought, gone. I thought the Holy Ghost came on you and you started like no, running. No, lapse, <laughs> spiritual lapse. And so I, my mouth just went off and running. And so Nathan said, it's so nice to see how you flow. Yeah. Like in person. So it was, it was, uh, you know, it was a great time. That's that's awesome. Yeah. I love that you guys got to be together because it's so nice to to be with, like you said, other other prophets who, and then you guys got to minister together. That's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. I hope we you guys do that again time. one time. What'd you say? I hope you do it again. I one hope time. so too. It was kind of funny because after we were done, you know, it was late and they were so nice because they wanted to feed us afterwards, right? And mm-hmm. they were all panicking. Because, you know, that's considered the South. It's central time. You mm-hmm. know, it's more towards Alabama. Yep. And they went, we're about to give a New York Italian pasta. And this isn't going to be good. You're like, no. <laughs> they, they started getting nervous. <laughs> no, it was kind of funny. I'm uh-huh. sure you, how was it? Can you say? It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I mean, it's not New York and it's not my sauce. Right. I can say that, you know, like right, the way right. I make sauce. But it wasn't bad at all. And they were very kind to feed us. And, yes, you know, so they, they just took good care of us. Yeah, they oh, took very good wonderful. care of us. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys can get together again and do more stuff together because I just think it's so, when you see God move like that in such a special way, you know, you know, the Lord ordained all of that for you guys to come together. And it's just, it's so cool what the Lord's doing. So it's this yeah. kickoff of a great year, right? 2024 already kicking off to be a wonderful, wonderful year uh, when you serve the Lord. So, all right, Amanda, why don't you pray before uh, you start and then we'll get going. Okay, I will. Thank you. Okay, Lord. By the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, by the spirit of the one true living God, may only the truth and power of almighty God with authority come forth, Father, in Jesus' name. Father, allow us the humble privilege of being vessels of your power. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Um, amen. Amen. I have to say Timothy in person too. Him and Miss Rose are just so, they're as sweet as sugar. I mean, they're just very, you know, typical oh, like, like Southern hospitality. hospitality. Yes. He called me a bulldog on a chain who couldn't wait to get out. I didn't know if I should take that as a compliment or be offended. <laughs> <laughs> well, you love animals. So I guess you could take it as a compliment. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I thought it was funny. I chuckled when he said that. Okay. So this was from January 16th, 2024, um, an urgent word from the Lord. And it was urgent. 
And so we're, we'll start here. Okay. All, that's capitalized, honor, praise, glory, and majesty be to the Holy One, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the righteous judge who sits on the highest throne and weighs on the scales the matters of men. And to his kingdom there is no end. And the Spirit of the Lord says this day, all capitals, I am God, there is no other. And though men in this hour attempt to erect such, attempt to build their altars and call out to their gods, they shall not hear or answer, says the Lord. And says the Lord of hosts, those altars shall crumble one by one. The altars erected by corrupted men in order to elevate themselves to a peak of a very tampered with power. I, the Lord thy God, the righteous judge, have issued judgment that they must come down, says the Lord. That's all capitals. Hmm. And says the spirit of the Lord this day, the joy that's capitalized, mm -hmm, the justice mm -hmm. of Yahweh, which stands for joy, has yes. gone out into the earth and assignments and judgments follow such. For I, the Lord, am dealing with the matters of nations in this hour. And I, the Lord, thy God, am causing. This is all capitals. My holy wind, the newmost, the word, to blow across your nation and now begin to turn the direction of your nation. And though darkness attempt to pull it into a black hole, my word is the wind. My word is the sword. My word is unchangeable, says the Lord, for my word is forever. The Alpha and Omega I am, says the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. When you, Amanda, when you talked about the altars um, yeah. that men have erected, because we know the altars in the word um, were erected. We know that there was false altars. Yes. <laughs> there was the real altars um, to God. But what do you think um, when the Lord's referring to those erected like false altars that men are building to elevate themselves? What is like an example of that? Because I know it's not a physical, obviously a physical altar. Yeah. Although there may be some physical altars attached to this behind closed doors, but mm. um, many of these altars, these false altars in the Bible were erected in high places to try to claim the land. High places were places of influence, mm -hmm. right? So if you think about the altars of media and mm -hmm. of the music empire and the altars um, of influence in the political arena, you know, okay. and altars of influence in education and all. So it, it's that altars having to do with abortion, altars wow. having to do with with, you know, with perversion, things yeah. of that nature. Right. So these are big, huge, very high up, um, very built up altars yeah. that the Lord's bringing down. Amen. And says the spirit of the Lord this day. The courts will buckle on themselves, says the Lord, for some judges purposely placed in seats are following doctrines of devils and doing their bidding for fame, for power, mm -hmm. thinking they shall be the ones to take down who I, the Lord, have chosen, all capitals, who I, the Lord, have chosen. Instead, those ropes filled with snags and grips shall now begin to wrap around them. They shall be bound instead, says the Lord, for they attempted to bind national matters and anointed ones on a very blasphemous altar, one that had been prepared by the kingdom of darkness in this hour, thinking they shall hunt as prey, and the men and women they have seduced to do such shall be ones to take down such a coveted trophy. Mm. Okay, this is capitals. Ha, says the Lord, 
For I, the Lord thy God, laugh at the wicked. I laugh. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Says the Lord. For their thirst for power, delusions of grandeur, says the Lord, has put a hook in their jaw and led them into a trap of their own making, says the Lord. As did Saul, as did Absalom, as did Mm -hmm. Ahab, as did Jeroboam, says the Lord. Men who were seat warmers, but were not anointed by me. That's capitalized the Lord of hosts to lead a nation. They attempted to steal, kill and destroy for such, says the Lord. For the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy capitals. But I, the Lord, your God, have come to give life and life more abundant. And their exploits of attempting to slaughter and pillage for their seat ended in judgment against them and the spirit that allured them into such. For this ancient ruler of the darkness that is attempting in this hour to do such again. However, the people, says the Lord, all capitals, the people of your nation, humble yourselves before me, almighty God, your deliverer, your banner, your righteousness. Humble yourselves before me. Put on your full armor of God. Touch and agree for your nation to be delivered. And the one whom I have anointed will take their rightful seat to finish a race that started over eight years ago, says the Lord. Uh, awesome. Praise who who do you think is the ancient, um, the, the ancient ruler of darkness that, that the Lord's talking about? Do you think, because I know I've heard like, um, a lot of people say, you know, it's, it's, there's such a powerful principality over a certain area over Washington. Um, is he talking about the devil or is he? No, this, you have this ancient ruler of the darkness. So we have, we have, uh, principalities, powers and rulers of the darkness. That's, that's the highest level of demon we deal with on earth. Is okay. The the, Cause then you have spiritual of wickedness. In okay. So yeah, you have, and that's outside um of the earth and so from the way the lord words it i would Mm -hmm. say that this is this is a ancient ruler of the darkness that had to do with the people he named so he names absalom ahab who was married to jezebel jeroboam this type of force okay so the spirit behind yes that okay yes Uh uh-huh Okay, let's see here. The indictments from hidden courts and in the kingdom of darkness against the people, one man indicted over and over to indict the people, to attempt to release a spirit of fear upon the people, to submit to plans and intentions not of me, says the Lord. The indictments are beginning to turn, says the Lord. That serpent is beginning to turn. And it shall bite those that attempted to utilize it for self-glorification, elevation, and placation, says the Lord. Thus says the Lord, once that serpent turns and begins to constrict those who release such a devious spirit, it shall constrict their titles, their reputations, their plans. What shall befall them shall be greater than what they attempted to do to this nation, the people and leaders I have anointed. For there is a Zerubbabel in this nation. There is more than one, says the Lord. However, one in particular that I, the Lord, have chosen. Now, Zerubbabel was the governor at the time. He was a governor. Right. I was going to say when you were finished with the word, I was going to ask you to remind us all who that was again. Okay. So I'll fit and then I'll go into who he was, but he was a governor. One who looks upon the ruins of the nation 
and with the vision from me that's capitalized, the Lord sees beyond it, has the faith to stand in one of the highest offices in the land and assist Mm -hmm. in ushering faith back into the capital, into a White House that Ichabod, that's capitalized, has been written upon, as well as the judgments against those in a White House that is stained with the crimes that stretch across the oceans, Mm -hmm. that is smeared with innocent blood, that is smeared with threats against Israel, attempted to put them on a short leash Mm. for secretly turning on my people, that's capitalized, my firstborn. I, the Lord, shall hand you over to the destruction of the flesh that a soul may be saved. Okay, so Zerubbabel, I believe we see him, I think he's in Ezra also, but I think we we hear of him potentially in Nehemiah, but I think maybe more in Ezra, but he was the governor at the time um, when they were dealing with having to to rebuild the nation and reconsecrate themselves before the Lord. Mm -hmm. And, oh, oh, hold on a second. I'm trying to think here because... They were rebuilding the runes and Nehemiah made them have a sword. And so half of them had a sword. There was a ratio here where half of them had a sword and the others were working and then they'd switch uh, because they were having all of this resistance from Mm -hmm. the foreign power that was Mm -hmm. trying to occupy the land. Mm -hmm. So Zerubbabel was involved in that. So he was kind of, uh, so he was a, governor um and a leader and then he was i know he was given the um the prophetic uh basically word to rebuild the foundation of the temple yes um from zachariah who was like not by might not by power but by the spirit says the lord uh to rebuild the foundation of the temple all right i'm gonna see here right now so I have this right because they all lived around the same time. Ezra, he's in Ezra also. I was right about that. He's in Ezra. So he was a part of that. Yeah. That whole rebuilding process when King Cyrus was in power. Yes. 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 So he laid the foundation of the temple to rebuild it. So that's important because yes. it's, it's important to know, know who Zerub- Zerubbabel is Yes, because if the Lord's saying for there is a Zerubbabel in this nation, you're kind of like, okay, well, I want to read about who that is and what he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, well, he's and there's more than one, but there's one in particular the Lord is is looking at right now for this you know, for this task. You know, I have ideas, but the Lord hasn't told me yet who it is. Oh, I have okay. ideas. I have ideas, but the right. Lord hasn't confirmed it yet who this uh, individual is, but Ezra at the same time was making the nation reconsecrate themselves mm-hmm. before the Lord as this was all going on. So you had, right, the governor, right, which mm-hmm. represents the political, mm-hmm. and Ezra, which represents more, you know, the 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 prophetic, the scribe, the working together. That yep. was the amazing part about that. Yes, that's so mm-hmm. important. And you see prophets and kings working together all the time in the Old Testament. All the time. They were always embroiled in the middle of what was going on in the kingdom Mm -hmm. and what was happening. The prophets were there. Yes. Yes. So good. Okay. And says the spirit of the Lord. Wait, wait, let me make sure I get this right. Oh, no, we got to go up here. 
for I, the Lord thy God, yep, I went, I totally skipped uh, a section here. We're going back up though. For I, the Lord thy God, have carved a different path, says the Lord, a path for this nation. It is not the same way, though it may be the same anointed leader. This way is being actively carved and shall circumvent every trap, snare, and accusation that is brought, says the Lord. For I have anointed sons as well, says the Lord. There is a mantle upon one of the sons, says the Lord. A mantle for the nation, a mantle for faith. And this year that son and his family shall see the glory of God and the power of God in a way that turns him to me, that's capitalized, more and more. For he is chosen, says the Lord, to do my work. His wife, says the Lord, is chosen to do my work. And together they shall plow the fields of this nation and watch as I, the Lord, multiply what is being tilled. Who is that? Do you know? Do you I know who this is? Uh, I, who... I, I believe the Lord is talking about Eric and Lara Trump. Okay. I was, oh, right. I was thinking that too when you were yeah, reading yeah. it about the sons and yeah. Mm -hmm. That'll but she be wonderful. Too was anointed for it. They're both anointed as a couple. That'll be wonderful. Yeah. So interesting. We'll see. We'll see how that develops. Yes. We'll be praying for them though, because yes, pray for them. Yeah. We need to, that they would fulfill the assignment that God has for them. And they would be strong enough to do that because the people who stand up for righteousness and justice, they need prayer and they need encouragement and, and strength. Yes. to do that because it's not easy it's not easy and your faith has to grow as you go along in it to be able to to handle yeah you know legs of that race so yep mm -hmm. agreed and says the spirit of the lord this day what the enemy attempts to steal and drain what he attempts to take through the court of accusation i the lord thy god am keeping record and he shall be ordered to pay back sevenfold in due season However, says the Lord, submit fully unto me, that's capitalized in my plan and the way I, the Lord, shall do such. For I, the Lord, am your provider, not man. I am Jehovah Jireh, your provider. And though the accusations fly, they are coming before my court, says the Lord, the highest court. And the actions of men and women are being weighed in this hour and shall be dealt with accordingly. For an attempted destruction of a foundation of a nation, its covenant and a family. It is being weighed, says the Lord. Mm. And men shall tremble as they are dealt with. For I, the Lord, am the shepherd. How dare wolves come into my flock? How dare the church let them in, says the Lord, to take capitals? My sheep as prey, says the Lord, as prey. How mm. dare they offer them on an altar of perversion and lies because the dark deeds of the shepherds is being hung over their heads. And in this hour, says the Lord, all capitals, I declare for it all to come out. The mm. sheep cannot be weak and sick and ill-equipped anymore because the shepherds have been tampering with the devil in the dark. Enough, says the Lord, enough. The church mm. must be rebuilt from its ruins. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. A, you know, yeah. all the common thread through all these, Amanda, is it's the judgment of God through every part of, it's like, politics our own lives in the church you're yep. seeing that his judgment is here the scales the being weighed the in the balance yep. yeah yeah yep isn't it fun that he gives me these things to say yeah. <laughs> i'm so glad you come on and share them with us <laughs> i mean I really mean, but it's it is 
you know, the thing is, if you're living um, right before the Lord and, and you live according to his word, then when you hear stuff like this, it, it brings the fear of the Lord upon you. It yes. always brings the fear of the Lord upon you um, because God is holy and he's righteous and he's a perfect judge. Yep. And but at the same time, it also um, it also feels because we have that righteous indignation within us, like we want justice. You know what I mean? And we want the evil exposed. We want that because we want what's right to be done. So when we, I, at least when I hear a lot of these judgments, especially to do with God's house, it's, I, it, it burns a passion in me too, for the Lord to expose all of that because I, I don't want anyone hurt or abused or used yeah. in any way in the name of God. I mean, that's awful. Well, it is awful. And the word of God says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Yes. Yes. Right. But when you right. learn to understand who God is and who you are mm -hmm. and that he could destroy the earth in one word. Yes. You know, that's a healthy fear. You know, a yeah. reverence. It's a, it's a reverence. Yes. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, and so what's happening is the shepherds are causing the sheep, some of them, not all of them, mm -hmm. to not reverence God and to actually want to bite back at God instead of listen to him. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Is what's going on. Yeah. Well, I'm thankful God's exposing all of this and dealing with all of this and that people will be eventually healed from all this and, you know, can walk through the times of healing now. Um, you know, cause once all of this gets exposed, you, they need a lot of counsel and ministry and, um, the body of Christ really has to step up and be there for our brothers and sisters, you know? Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And, you know, this is one of the greatest plumb lines being dropped between the shepherds and the showmen I've ever seen. Mm, wow. It's one of the greatest that I've That's ever seen showmen's. because shepherding, I got two sheep at the sanctuary. I can tell you it's a dirty job. <laughs> I go in that sheep pen, doesn't matter how clean you try to keep it. It is a dirty job. And you go, you have to roll up your sleeves and you got to be willing mm -hmm. to go into the mess, right? Yep. And yep. I got to go in there and I got different personalities in there. You know, I got Moses who who we hand raised and he's, and then I got Archie who wants to headbutt you sometimes <laughs> and wants to challenge you. And so, mm -hmm. you know, you got these two personalities in there. And when I go in there, I'm constantly checking if they're okay, but I'm also checking them. I don't allow them to challenge me and get away with it. Yeah. You know, you, because know. they have to be kept in check for what's good for them. Otherwise they will become out of control and they're going to end up ultimately hurting themselves. That's right. So, you know, it's interesting what you learn uh, having sheep about how much we really are like them. You know, and how much they do know their shepherd once they submit to them, you know, and how much they listen to the shepherd once they're submitted. That's so beautiful when the practical, you yep. know, learning the practical way of why Jesus says, you know, feed my sheep. And it's like, I'm the great shepherd. And, and the more like you're a great person to ask about that because you actually know hands on. Yes, this this is why he used those terms. This is why. He talked yeah. about being a shepherd. You know, and sheep are not dumb animals, but they have very little defenses on their own. 
against predators and they are overly curious and want to try to consume everything that's not good for them. Mm, wow. So you have to steer them and direct them into, into consuming what they're supposed to consume in wow. order to help them. And I could be anywhere on the property. If I yell Moses and he hears my voice, he calls back because my sheep know my voice. Wow. Moses knows the voice of his shepherd. That is so cool. Yeah. Well, the word is true. So I it mean, is. It's oh, it so is. It is. And the Lord, when he sent me them, he goes, I'm going to teach you firsthand why I call my people sheep. You're getting a firsthand education on this. And I did. Yeah. So. It's awesome. Okay. And a, and a unique remnant shall rise in this hour. This is capitalized. A unique breed, says the Lord, that I am positioning and elevating to be the voice of a fiery truth, says the Lord, that will make men quake under the powerful presence of my spirit, capitals, Ruach mm. Elohim, the spirit of the living God. And forth mm. from their mouths shall be the conviction that my word brings, all capitals. For I am God, there is no other. And those who have challenged that in voice and in print shall see their judgments and consequences go forth as a ravager to what they have built upon a foundation of dark agreements. The locusts shall hunt them, says the Lord, mm -hmm. and their crop and what they have accumulated in their storehouses, says the Lord. For prison doors opened to Joseph because he was faithful and he pursued me even in the darkest of prisons. And that is why no man like him was found in all of Egypt. He was mm. chosen, set apart, and the chains fell off and the prison doors opened. Wow. Yeah. That's, yeah. a, I love that, that word. Capitalized. The Lord capitalized all of it. Wow. Powerful. Yeah. Well, the word of God is sharper than any double-edged sword. I mean, it, it, yeah. it is the power of God. It's alive. It's living. It's active. Yeah. It's active. It needs to be spoken. Yes. I mean, we have to start speaking the word. So I, I love that word that there's a, a remnant with the boldness to stand up and speak God's word, no matter what, even if it's against what culture thinks is right or yep. their own opinion. And it's a fiery truth, which means it burns those who are trying to deceive it burns wow because it's it, it it's truth it's true it's pure truth from the throne of god yes yes, yes. amen as that door opens this year, a measuring rod shall be dropped in America, in Israel, in Iceland, in England, in Germany, in Italy, in New Zealand, in Australia. And you shall see a deep separation where the dross, the heaviest, the darkest dross comes to the top for what they have attempted to hold down to keep their seat, all capitals. My wind shall come under it and shall force it to the surface. And there shall be a great measuring, says the Lord. And as the people come together in me for their nations, it shall separate out the darkest of plans, purposes, acts, documents. What drives them, says the Lord, shall now be what removes them. Wow. Yeah, that was that was a set. That is a zinger from the Lord. That's what I call it. That is a zinger from God. What <laughs> drives them is now going to be what removes them. Wow. Wow. Yes, Lord. Lord. And says the Lord of hosts, come under my wings, my children, take mm -hmm. refuge in me. That's capitalized. And though they attempt to throw stones and boulders to stop what I, the Lord, am doing, those stones shall turn to dust at my word and those boulders shall split for the reaping and stealing from this nation that goes back past 50 years. Mm -hmm. Well, there is a large barley loaf headed towards their camp. 
and the judges shall tremble as well before me. For the judges were raised up in a time of Israel's bondage and oppression to a foreign nation. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. And those judges shall be elevated and equipped to do what I, the Lord, am asking them to do. This is heading for the camp of a wicked ring, a circle that goes round the globe, and there shall be key fractures and a breaking of the agreement as some wait to step into their shoes. It shall and will in a moment be taken from them. For those who plotted at Martha's Vineyard shall pay a heavy price this year for their deeds, and they shall be paraded out before the people. For I gave, and, and, and in parentheses, it says, it says deeds, but then it says D-E-A-D-S mm. in parentheses, which is interesting. And they shall be paraded out before the people. For I gave you a chance to turn from your foreign gods in agreement with haters of my children. However, you did not heed, Barak. Mm. Did not heed those in the highest offices. A garland around their neck shall not be a gift, but it is a woe, says the Lord. It is. So that's a garland around their neck. Yep. And there's an attorney general right now with that last name. Wow. I know the way the Lord words things. So it's very different than the way I would say something. And like the barley loaf, that's the book of judges. That's the dream the Midianites had. That Midianite soldier had that Gideon overheard where the barley loaf came down and destroyed their tent. And that was the sign that they were going to be defeated by the Lord. And Gideon was going to to lead it. And the barley loaf represented everything they had stolen from Israel for seven years. Wow. Was now coming to be their judgment. So what drives them will be what removes them. You see, it's that theme. Yes. Yes. Well, you reap what you sow. That's, that's a a principle that is it for everyone. (laughs) It's not just in good things. It's also in in bad things. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Be watchmen, my children, make my word, that's capitalize your foundation. Do not chase foxes and rabbits down holes of intel, for I, the Lord, am keeper of the secrets, and I tell them to who I can trust. For I, the Lord, do nothing until I first reveal, capitals, my secrets to my servants first, the prophets, and they shall be revealed to the people at appointed times. It is time to go deeper with me, that's capitalized, says the Lord. The superficial flesh that feeds you will wither you in this time. Mm. Pursue the holiness of my word and the meat, for I require it, says the Mm. Lord. The superficial will buckle under the heavy wind, says the Lord. For I, the Lord, am reviving my capital children in this time, and you shall go forth mightily in my capital name, that your nation and other nations and the souls of men may be saved. Thus says the Lord in the name of Jesus Christ, my son that's capitalized, who sits at my right hand and never ceases to advocate for you. Oh, amen. 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 It's, you know, being watchmen, which I want to just park here for a minute. Okay. Because being watchmen, I think some people take that and go, well, the Lord's given me a ministry to be a watchman. And so they fully immerse themselves in what 
uh, the Lord said, all these trails and all these paths and, well, I need to know all of this so I can pray rightly. And then what happens is instead of being um, sensitive to the spirits leading on how to pray and hearing the, you know, spiritual shofar of, hey, alert, being the one, you can really get to a place where you almost get discouraged and then it, it becomes the opposite of what you wanted to do in the first place was. Yep. So if you were called to be a watchman, uh, talk about a little bit about that, Amanda, because you don't want to get too much into secular, uh, not spiritual, yep. more carnal type of stuff, right? I'll tell you something interesting about rabbit holes and foxholes. Mm-hmm. When you go down there, it gets really dark and everything looks the same. And there's no discernment. That's good. You can't tell anymore because everything is dark. Wow. And so we have to be careful what we see and what we hear. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want your soul jammed up like the California freeway. Yeah. When the Lord's trying to speak to you and your spirit jammed up like that, because you're you're going, you know, so deep into so many, in a way, different areas you know, of, mm-hmm. of Intel or media. I watch very little. When I tell you very little, I mean it. Very little media. Same. People will send a clip sometimes because it's a prophecy fulfilled and that's about all I see, mm-hmm. you know? Um, now I did, um, you know, watch the ending of the New Hampshire primaries and then and then the Lord rose up in me and I spoke the following night about it, you know? Uh-huh. Um, and, um, but it's very limited. Kim Clement was that way too. He was very limited, you know, and he was very careful with prophecy fulfilled because you never want to point people too much at the news to make Mm -hmm. the news their source because God is their source. So when you go to God first and ask him when you want to know about something, he will then lead you to the answer he needs you to have. Mm -hmm. But when you're going to the golden corral buffet, of, Which of is the, the dark <laughs> of the dark net, you know, yeah, right? And, and horrific things going on, yeah. And rabbit holes of intel that probably aren't even true because the people that have the intel don't talk about it really. Mm-hmm. You know, many times, yes. not all the time, yes. but many times, like the top true. intelligence is mm-hmm. under lock and key, right? When you end up going to this golden corral, what happens is you consume so much of this stuff it makes you sick. Mm. And then what happens? You get fear, you get paranoia, you know, yep. you, you get like you said, you things. can't hear God because you're so full of all these lies, which and you're some so are lies. Of the world. Yeah. You're full of Egypt. Egypt is in you. Yeah. You know, the, the, the thing about Egypt was God delivered Israel from Egypt, but then mm-hmm. God had to get Egypt out of Israel. Yeah. <laughs> True. They wanted to go back for the figs, <laughs> like, for the fig, for the figs and the meat and the quail and the this. Right. Like, like, right. We want to go back to the golden corral. Exactly. Yeah, we had. We don't mind being slaves because they're mm-hmm. giving it to us, and that's the same mindset of today with all these government programs. And I'm not saying there's not a need for some of them, but you've got so many, right? Where people are like, I'd rather be a slave to that and have that I, handed to me. I know. Than actually be free. Yes. And and it's live awful. my fullest potential. And mm-hmm. it was the same way with Israel and Egypt. They would rather be slaves to have mm-hmm. all the comforts of Egypt 
I never even thought about that. That's so true. Then be the free. Correlation. It's, yeah. it's very similar. Mm-hmm. And and so what happens, you know, when people start consuming too much of it now, you know, you know, Paul says we cannot be ignorant of the enemy's devices. So we have to, you know what I mean? Have an idea, you know, of some things going on, mm-hmm. but we can't immerse ourselves in it where it becomes a demigod. Wow. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. That's so good. Such good advice because, and you don't even want to start it. And I've heard a couple of people say this and I thought this is so true for me too, is those maybe even start going down that path or that trail. And then they feel the, the unction of the Holy spirit, literally telling them, stop what you're doing, turn this off and go read your Bible. Stop watching this. I've heard so many people say that. I'm like, Hey, that's happened to me too. Well, I've been looking way too much into stuff, especially in 2020. Yeah. And then the Lord literally told me to stop. Because it's harder for him to tell you than something that might be different. Yeah. You know, if if the media is saying one thing, right? Mm-hmm. Or someone's saying one thing, but the Lord mm-hmm. wants to say, well, no, actually it's this is yeah. the root. This is the angle. It's much harder for you to hear that when you have already convinced yourself in the court of public opinion. Yes. Of what yes. is going on, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, so we, and, and, and this is what's so important. People who are especially called the prophetic office, you can't worry about what's popular. Sometimes you have to worry about saying what the Lord wants you to say, because Nathan with David mm-hmm. was not concerned about saying to David, what was popular. Mm. He knew what David had done the gravity of it, the entire kingdom was at stake and he was going to lose it. Yeah. If he didn't go in and speak the truth of God with yes. in such a sobering way that it would make David fall to his knees. He, because he cared for David yes, and he knew if he right. didn't do it, had he gone right. And in plain English, been a butt kisser at that moment with David, you know, no and big just, deal. <laughs> just, you know, Oh, right. you're the king. You know, right. it's no big deal. It's just exactly. a Hittite, you know, oh, right. go for the Lord will deliver your enemies like that they did with Ahab. Right, right. Now, those are people that didn't care about Ahab and just cared about what they were getting from Ahab. True. So they told them what they wanted to hear. Someone that really cares about you mm-hmm. and what happens to you will be honest with you. Yes. Well, but no matter, you know, how good of friends you are, no matter if you're a world leader, I don't care. I fear God more. So I unleashed after the New Hampshire primaries because something I saw grieved my spirit. It it did. It grieved Mm. it. And and the Lord had it stirring in me and I had to say it. Yeah. I had to say it because I cared. Yeah. What did you say? What? What did you say about that? What we're basically in a nutshell, because, you know, it was kind of like the the power of God just went forth was that. When the Lord will allow certain things to happen at times Mm -hmm. and he will allow gnats to come around because he wants you to not put your eyes on the gnat, but Mm -hmm. on the source of what's bringing them and attracting them. Mm. And so gnats are meant to disrupt your vision, to get Mm -hmm. your focus on them, to get you all upset. So you're not looking past them at where they're coming from. 
Yes. And we shouldn't be worrying about the Nats or if they came out first and gave a speech first or what dress they were wearing or whatever else is going on. <laughs> right, right. We shouldn't, this is not the concern right now. Yep. The concern is the nation, God's will, and the people yes. of this nation, and one of the most corrupt uh, governments in history. That is the source. Mm. Ignore right. the Swatton Attaway and move on. You know, wow. you know what I mean? And I saw these yeah. things going on and it grieved my spirit because I could feel the Lord, yeah. you know, and I'm like, and the Lord told me you have to say something. And I'm like, oh, me. Oh, OK. <laughs> like in my very Italian way, sometimes I go, oh, well, <laughs> thank you very much. And so, I think he knows that you'll do it, Amanda. <laughs> he, he knows I'll do it. And that's why yeah. I've learned when he tells me to say something, I have to say it. But yes. Nathan said it because he cared mm -hmm. so much about David and he knew yeah. the kingdom was at stake. Yes. And that's yes. how you know someone that holds an office, they will do that mm, because they good. care and they see a kingdom at stake and, and serving God and saying what he wants comes above any buddy, buddy you have. That's good. That's true. So yep. true. Because being a yes man all the time is not going to help somebody. That's right. It's going to put them in an alternate reality and make them a narcissist is yep. exactly what it's going to do. God is not a yes, yes, yes. God all the time. Love has right. many faces and he chastises those he loves. That's right. To steer us, direct us, protect us, yep. grow us and bring us into the fullness of what he created us to be. If yep. it was indulgence, indulgence, indulgence all the time. Yes, yes, yes. You know? Mm -hmm. you, you see that with parenting, parents who do that to their kids raise monsters, and then some some innocent man or woman marries that monster, not realizing what that parent has cultivated, and now they have to deal with the monster you created. You better preach it. That's Seriously. true. It's it, true. It, it, because being permissive with a child does not give them character, allowing them to fail. Mm -hmm. Character. Yep. 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 Installing godly principles and helping yep. them get back up from their fall. Like God helps us get back up from our falls. And he does do that, but he'll allow us to fall. Oh, absolutely. See, that's, that's the difference. There's no safety net there. He allows us to fall and that's feel it. it. Yes. So we will go running to him. Yes. And he can teach us. So we mm -hmm. grow. So we yes. don't go back to that place again. Yes. Yes. And that's so called good. true repentance. Yes. Yes. So, so good, Amanda. So, so good. All right. You're in a vein. You're flowing. I want you to pray while you're, while you're <laughs> flowing like this. Okay. Father God, in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua, we come before you, Lord. We praise you, Father God, that you are God. You are high and lifted up far above every power, principality, and might, Father. Lord, forgive us of our sins. Cleanse us of all unrighteousness, Father. Lord, we praise you. Your mercies are new every single day, Lord. Father, we humble ourselves before you, asking that the pull of the flesh becomes less in our lives, so you, your will, and your power become more in our lives. Lord, we acknowledge you sent your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua, to the earth, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He was the Passover lamb and the sacrifice for our sins. He willingly died at Calvary 
He purchased us by the shedding of his blood. He made an open show and spectacle of the enemy before all of creation, Lord. We praise you. He rose again in three days. And after appearing to many, ascended back into heaven and took his rightful victorious place at the right hand of the Father, where Jesus Christ rules and reigns forevermore. He is our advocate day and night before your throne. And we honor that before you this day. Father, we just invite your presence, the presence of Ruach Elohim, the spirit of the living God, and the presence of the Ruach HaKadosh, the Holy Spirit, to be moved, Father God. You are welcome in this place. Let your power go forth. Let your words go forth, Father God. Fill us, Lord, with your words. Lead and guide us in all wisdom, counsel, might, power, and the reverential fear of the Lord. Father, we just pray for those watching, Lord. Lord, those that are seeking answers right now, Father. Lord, these hard corrections, Lord, that are coming, that are happening in the nation, that are happening in the lives of individuals, Father, Lord, as so as so a chiropractor, Lord, gives a hard adjustment, not for the harm, but for the good of yeah. the patient, Father God. Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, as these happen, Lord, that you would protect us, Lord, that you would Help us to understand, Lord, why it's happening in the nation, why it's happening in the lives of the people of the church, why it's happening in leadership of the church, Father. Help us to understand it, Lord. And Father, help us to learn from it, Lord. And help us to understand the true fear of the Lord that is coming upon the nation, Father, that is falling upon the capitals of this nation, Lord. That the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, Lord. And Lord, we just ask in the name of Jesus that you would revive and blow fresh wind, fresh life, Father God, fresh focus, Lord, on your people, Father. That, Lord, that in this hour, they would learn to be Mary's more than Martha's, Lord, Mm. in this time. And seek you, Father God, and your face, Lord, and your words and your instruction, Father. And Lord, for those watching, Lord, that you would speak to them, Lord, and minister to them, that they would feel the tangible power of your presence. Go forth, Father God, in Jesus' name. In fact, there's somebody that's watching and they have a young baby and that baby is fighting It's almost like asthma. I don't know Mm -hmm. if it's in its truest form, but it's something like that. And it's fighting asthmatic symptoms. There we go. Thank Mm -hmm. you, Lord. And this baby um, has been having trouble breathing. And Mm -hmm. the Lord is touching this baby. This baby is anointed. The enemy is trying to steal the breath from the child. And the Mm -hmm. Lord has issued judgment against the enemy to take his hands off the child and to stop squeezing that child's air pipe and to release it in Jesus name. So just put your hands on that child Mm -hmm. and receive it. You're going to feel, you're going to actually feel heat come around the child's lungs. And that is that refining Mm -hmm. fire of God healing your child's lungs. Thank you, Jesus. So receive it, receive it in Jesus name. The Lord is doing a great work that even the doctors are going to wonder what happened that this is, they're going to say, this isn't the same baby. But it's going to be, oh, yes, it is, because my baby is a new creation through Christ. Jesus. My baby has been healed of the Lord, and it will be mm-hmm. a testimony to them. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord. There's somebody mm-hmm. watching 
Um, there might be probably a few of you out there, but you're fighting a sty. I'm hearing that word, a sty that is actually like disrupting your vision mm. on your eye. Um, mm. And that sty, the root of it is coming from another problem that is going on in your body right now uh, and in your immune system and in the ducts of your eye. And mm. so just put your hands on your eye because your faith right now is what's going to make you whole. And that sty is going to begin to drastically reduce. It's going to go away as quickly as it came because it's distracting you. It's a distraction to you right now. Mm. It's uncomfortable. You can't focus. And there are things the Lord needs you to focus on right now. And so it's going to go just as quickly as it came. And the Lord is going to open up the ducts in your eyes and repair it because mm. he is Jehovah Rapha. He is our healer. And he is going in as the great physician and restoring uh, and restoring what might have been damaged right in the duct. He's restoring it in Jesus' name. Mm. Okay, this is for those out there who are watching who feel right now that um, there's just a lot of distractions mounting up and pressure and that in that there's a lot of pressure uh, attempting to be applied. And I will tell you, it is pressure from coal that ends up making a diamond. It's pressure mm. on it. And what the enemy used to apply pressure, what the enemy tried to use to distract you and apply pressure, the Lord is about to use it to make it your motivator. And it's going to be your motivator and it's going to end up producing something that will bear much fruit for you in your life and in, and in your household. And the enemy tried to apply pressure to get you to break. And instead the Lord is using it to transform you. There is a transformation happening. So don't give up. You are literally right there to break the threshold. You are literally right there to go over in faith in the threshold. Don't allow that pressure to stop you because it is transforming you and your life and your disciplines. And how you order your day even because the Lord is literally trying to put himself back in the number one position where he should be because you knocked him out of it by the cares of the world that have begun to choke you and put mm -hmm. all of that pressure. And the Lord is going to take that and that's going to be used to compel you mm -hmm. out right now. Of, of of this entwined brambles that you've gotten yourself in, in the middle of work, life, family, you know, uh, trying to serve even because mm -hmm. God needs his time. Mm -hmm. You give God his time right now. He will pour out onto you the blessings of multiplication in your life. He will multiply your time. So you have the time to do with him what you need to do. And you have the time to do everything else. He will multiply your resources. He will multiply your insight. He will multiply the fruits of the spirit, meekness, gentleness, self-control. Self-control mm -hmm. is a big one for people right now. Mm -hmm. That fruit yeah. has stagnated or it has come in premature. Mm -hmm. 
And the Lord is dealing with that fruit of the spirit because many of you need it right now. You need it on your tongues. You need it in your actions. Receive it now in Jesus' name because many of you right now are fighting these severe, and I mean severe, anger issues. And issues where you don't have self-control in your mouth, in your words, in your mm -hmm. speech, in the way in the way you lash out at people. And that is a fruit that has come in premature of the spirit that we mm -hmm. need right now in this nation and in the church to go where we need to go. Yeah. So ask the Lord and receive it that he matures mm -hmm. that fruit in you. And maturing takes time. But that he begins to mature that fruit in you because this is why you have stagnated. This is why you feel like you're going against a brick wall right now because your own words, because you have no discipline with them, are cursing you and what God wants to give you. And over the next 30 days, the Lord is going to snap that mouth into order because it's blocking your blessing. And he's going to snap it into order in Jesus' name. Hmm. And just lastly, there are those out there that are suffering. They're going through quite a bit of, of knee pain. And I'm talking knee pain because it's become like very, very arthritic in there. Um, and, and the issue has continued and persisted with your knees that you think you're going to have to have a knee replacement. Uh, that has been mentioned uh, in your doctor's visits. And the Lord wants you to put your hand on your knees right now and receive it in Jesus' name and tell him, openly say it, Lord, I receive it in Jesus' name in accordance with your word. Let my healing be activated now in Jesus' name. And you're going to feel a shift and a pop in your knees. And the Lord is driving that arthritis out. And some of you right now are going to be completely healed of arthritis. It's going to be like you've got a new set of knees. Receive it in faith because it is your faith that will make you whole in this. But it has been hindering you. It has been very painful. It's been draining your mm -hmm. energy. And it's been used to try to slow you down from running the last legs of these races that the Lord has for you. So receive it now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The one thing that I saw, and then and then we're, we'll we'll end. But the one thing that I saw was someone almost. You know how? Um, I think you would probably know this better than me, Amanda. But um, don't Jewish people they bind something like around their arm? Yes. And okay, Orthodox Jews. Yes. Okay, so mm -hmm. I saw like. Um, that binding around someone's arm and then kind of like the little, uh, they wear it on their, on yes, their it's like a little black box. Yes. And it goes yes, on okay. the forehead. Yes. And I saw that. And then I saw immediately it changed into a Bible and almost like it was a woman, almost like she was, um, putting the, the Bible on her and hugging the Bible. Like she was physically hugging her Bible and physically like putting her Bible on it. And it's not was it wasn't for like some crazy weird like oh, you know, it was because she was so in love with the word and she was like binding it to her heart. Mm -hmm. Have this bound to your heart, the written word bound to your heart and yes. you're in such a beautiful place of studying the word and falling so deeply in love with the word and it's it's like you just you physically hug your Bible because you're just binding the word to you actually yes. by reading it, but then you're so just drawn to it. And it's this 
this beautiful season. And what the Lord wants to say um, to you, if that's you who I just described, is the way that you are binding the word um, to your heart. He is amending your heart through that word. So he is literally binding your heart back together again. Um, which is something kind of that people joke and say, oh, Jehovah sneaky, like you don't always know what what God's doing in your life. But what you're going to see is when you come out of this um, intense season, because it's been it's been a grace on your life. You know, it's a grace on your life because when it comes on like this, it it's a grace that that um, you're reading and studying the word like this. But the God, the Lord is actually mending your heart and in binding it back together again. And he is healing. Um, he's healing your heart through this time that you're spending with him. And when this lifts, you're going to see that you are completely have been transformed during this time in a supernatural way that only God can do. So if that's you, Father, we thank you for the grace on her life, God. We thank you for um, the supernatural motivation to just be so in love with the word, God. And we thank you um, for the healing and the transformation and the power of God and the comfort of the Holy Spirit. And Lord, we just praise you for for what you're doing uh, in her life. And God, I also ask that you would use her to also um, bring healing to many more hearts. Um, The people that she meets, God, once she's just so healed and touched by this visitation, it's a time of visitation for you in case you weren't aware the Lord it's a it's a very special time in your life right now this is a time of visitation for you and um I just pray that the Lord would use this time um, a visitation for his glory and we just bless you in Jesus name amen amen all right Amanda I know you have you have a meeting coming up first let's talk about that Oh, February 4th, I'm going to be preaching both Sunday services at the Gathering of Faith Assembly in Poughkeepsie, New York. All right. Well, that's coming up fast. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be before we know I got to prepare this week. Yes. So so you can uh, go. The website's right there. mm -hmm. uh, GatheringNY.org. And this is our church that we go to. So Pastor Sam is our pastor. Oh, that's wonderful. And so we're we're very honored he has asked us to he's asked us to preach Sunday morning service. Oh, that's gonna be awesome. So if you live in the area, make sure you check it out. And then I see arcofgrace.org. And where yes. else can people follow you? YouTube. We're on YouTube is Arc of Grace Ministries and Rumble is Arc of Grace Ministries. And we're on Facebook as Arc of Grace Ministry. And then we are have an app too in the Arc of Grace store. So we have an app. That's oh, in the app store, yes. You search Ark of Grace. It's the dove with the olive branch. Yes, congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. That's so wonderful. And if you feel so led to give in to helping Amanda with all the animal well, thank stuff, you. because that's that's a lot. Um, if animals are on your heart, you love animals. And we want to build the new sanctuary too. So we are working on that actively. Yes. Well, if you can so. bless her in her sweet sweet babies. Um, that's greatly appreciated. And Amanda, thanks for coming on and Thank you. sharing all your wisdom and your words and all the things, praying for us. And we, we so appreciate you. We love you. Well, we um, love you guys and, and all glory goes to God and we're happy to come on and you guys do a great job on here. Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. All right, everyone have an amazing blessed weekend. Steve will be back on Monday with Johnny Enlow. You don't want to miss it. Have an amazing weekend. Love you so much. Bye.
This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.